Music saved me. Musicians on Call is a charity that is perfectly aligned with the mission of this podcast, delivering the healing power of music since 1999. Why not become a volunteer or a supporter by going to musiciansoncall.org? Keeping my cup full is the only way I can pour in other people's. And if you're empty all the time, you're just, you're hurting everybody around you. You're not your best self. You're not showing up properly. Um, so like I said, music and, and writing, this is, yeah, this is a way that I'm impacting on a way bigger scale than, than what I could have done on my own. This podcast is called Music Saved Me. And on each episode, we'll look at a musician. We'll delve into their story, their deep connection to music. We'll talk with their fans, everyday people with their own story to tell about how music has saved them in challenging times. I'm Lynn Hoffman, and welcome to another episode of the Music Saved Me podcast, where we focus on the healing power of music. Uh, Today, we're focused on the work of a new artist who is lauded as the artist to watch. Annalie believes in the beauty of music storytelling and the ability of her music to really make a difference. She has a new single releasing in November called Walls, which she also co-wrote with Nathan Chapman and... A mutual friend of ours, John Oates, from the legendary band Holland Oates. Annalie, welcome to Music Saved Me. It's so great to have you here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. All right, we're going to start off with a hard question. Do you believe mm-hmm. that music has supernatural healing powers? Oh, 100% of the time, yes. Um, I will go more into it, but I was, you know, a, a, a middle school guidance counselor, actually, and... I was doing therapy in that sense. And then I decided to kind of bop out and do what I'm doing now. And I would almost argue that, yeah, the, the therapy, the the supernatural qualities with that of just change, it's, it's amazing. Really cool. Tell us what music has shaped you and maybe perhaps helped you through some challenging times in your life. Absolutely. Um, I would say Adele is a huge, huge piece of that. Fleetwood Mac, huge piece of that. And I think the key element with that is real vulnerability um, the ability to go beyond and and say something a little bit bigger than yourself. Um, so a lot of music has really shaped me, but ultimately it's the stuff that's a little little harder to talk about and easier to sing about for sure. Now talk to us about your new song, Walls. It's about your walls talking, your childhood room walls. They heard. Tell us why that song conveys an important message about music and, and more importantly, mental health. Oh, absolutely. Well, i I would say that your your childhood bedroom or your walls around you, they know you better than anybody because that's when you are the most stripped down version of yourself, right? No one's watching. There's there's no Hawthorne effect. You're not acting any better. You're just completely raw. And so I think there was this this metaphor, this imagery that I had where I'm like, you know, this song is all about a conversation. Like, you know me better than anybody knows me, almost more than I know myself. What would you say? How would you help me through these hard times? Um, and, and I hadn't heard a song that had that perspective yet. You know what I mean? Um, and so that is really the importance too with mental health is I think whenever you are struggling, you you shut everybody out and you are just kind of existing and living in it. Um, and so, yeah, walls provide a lot of solace and, and sometimes that comfort really, you know, helps you heal. So it's very important. What inspired you to write the song Walls? Yeah, I uh, actually, um, the world had just shut down. The pandemic had begun. The music industry, like everything else, really just I mean, if you can't congregate, there's no reason to, you know, sing and, and perform and things like that. So I went back to my childhood bedroom in Illinois um, for the very first time since I left for college. Wow. And I remember just setting my guitar down, my suitcase, and I'm like staring at these walls. And I mean, I was we're all just having mental breakdowns, right? Because there's the fear of the unknown and the future. And 
um, a lot of big question marks. And and I remember just being like, man, my walls got me through some of the hardest times in my life. Um, full disclosure, I, I struggled a lot in high school with depression. It was the hormones were raging, everything was crazy. But you know, throw that on top of just the human experience growing up. Um, and I was like, man, if if these walls got me through high school, they can get me through a global pandemic. They can get me through a lot of things. And, and what would they say to me? And that was a genuine question. So um, I called up, yeah, John Oates, he, he roped in Nathan Chapman. We wrote the song literally on Zoom. Zoom crashed. We went over to Google Meet, finished the song. It was it was a crazy story, right? But again, I wrote then that song literally on the phone in my childhood bedroom. Um, so it was it was a very, uh, very crazy story, too, that went along with it. But there you go. Wow. Well, at least you found something fun to do during the pandemic I mean, that was actually oh, yeah. useful and helpful to people. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, your songs really do tend to reassure people that they're not alone in life. I'm sure that comes a lot through mm-hmm. from your prior self when you were a social worker trying to help people. Would you say mm-hmm. that writing and performing and, and releasing songs, especially songs like Walls and maybe even Tightrope, um, mm-hmm. is an extension of your earlier job as a social worker and that, you know, it's it's a more powerful way for you to be able to deliver and receive a much larger positive impact with people? Yes. And you said it very perfectly. I'll, I'll be honest. I, my whole life, I, I, I'm a very empathetic person. I feel with people, not just for them. And it impacts you whenever you are working that closely with children specifically, you know, they would tell me something that, you know, they went on with, they're completely desensitized to it because, you know, that's their experience. And I would be out for weeks just feeling it, you know, going through the emotions. And and it's really hard being an empath working so closely. Um, and so social work, I love it. I really did love it. And I do love it. And I still would argue I use my degree on a daily basis. Um, but keeping my cup full, especially because I do struggle with, you know, mental health and, and depression specifically, keeping my cup full is the only way I can pour in other people's. And if you're empty all the time, you're just, you're hurting everybody around you. You're not your best self. You're not showing up properly. Um, so like I said, music and, and writing, this is, yeah, this is a way that I'm impacting on a way bigger scale than, than what I could have done on my own. And, and again, it's therapy for even myself, you know, at the end of the day, like you gotta be happy and, these songs I still listen, Tyrope specifically lately, I, I've even turned that on and been like, okay, where am I at? How am I navigating on this tightrope? You know, the, the polar complexities, everything. So it's it's uh, it's crazy how everything's kind of turned into it. But um, I have no complaints, no complaints at all. Your music talks about finding one's path and mm-hmm. embracing one's imperfections. And you're so dedicated to helping others. How does mm-hmm. it feel when your music not only connects with fans, but also when it makes a, a, a real difference and impact in, in their lives? So I have had artists that do that for me. And I guess maybe I can speak more on that behalf of, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example right now. Noah Kahn, um, he's very much up and coming. He has a very, you know, solid, I guess, consistency with thinking about mental health and and you know really dissecting your mind and things like that and i went to a concert actually earlier this week at a sunday amphitheater here in nashville um and everyone around me i mean it, it was it was a worship experience right people's hands are in the air there's tears people were in therapy they were sitting there and he was up there with just a guitar just singing it was a total breakdown and everyone in the audience was listening right and so i'm over here like if this man's music is doing this for people, that is therapy. We were at therapy, you know? And so watching other artists do that has has shown me that that is really what people are wanting, right? They they want to feel 
less alone. Like you said, like my music, I, I try to really provide that for people because I felt very alone and I still feel very alone in a lot of my life. Um, but I do think you have to feel the highs to, or the lows, excuse me, to feel the highs. Um, so genuinely, if I can have a little bit of an impact, like they've had on me, then I'm in the right business. I'm doing the right thing. Um, but it's, it's tough work. It's definitely tough to kind of, kind of keep it there, but we're trying. <laughs> Listen, you're doing it every day. And, and boy, what a, what a gift on both ends. I mean, you, it's like a win-win situation. You get therapy mm-hmm. for yourself. You give therapy to those that need it and you provide mm-hmm. the world with beautiful music. Well, what's better than that? Oh, thank you. No, that means, it means a lot. And it's, it's definitely a struggle. Um, a lot of days. And I, and I think having more artists and more people that are quote, because I mean, we're an instant gratification generation, right? I would say everything's on social media, everyone's showing the best pieces. And if you're anything like me and you're only looking at that and then you're like living your reality. So you're constantly looking at yourself as less than. And I think it's so important when you have a platform and, and you are an artist to show that like, okay, yes, I might have this cool, really career, but there's a lot of things that go with that. You know, writing good music requires feeling a lot of things, you know? And I've taken that and that's something that this year I've really learned. I'm like, it is a blessing to be able to sing and to write and to push a platform. But at the same time, that comes with a lot of lows. And I'll only really write when I'm at my lowest, which is the craziest thing ever too. You know, the inspiration comes. So it really is just an accumulation of all of it. But if I can feel a little bit more to make someone feel a little less alone, like I will do it every single time. Well, you are such a gift, Annalie, and it was wonderful meeting you and talking with you today. And I wish you nothing but the best in in this world and and so much success. (laughs) Thanks for coming on Music Saved Me, and we'll see you again soon. Come back and visit. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you.